Welcome to episode 162 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me advocating for common sense changes to the rules of golf on Twitter at SEATJK, and with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you supporting open carry for, open carry for golf officials, Chris? <laughs> you can find me at C.D. Villasenor, uh, being the, uh, the non-armed golf cop, the keyboard golf cop. I saw you tweet that photo of that. Must have been a sheriff's deputy because he had his badge on his belt. Uh huh. It just seems really weird to have a guy standing off the tee box with a gun. The, the, <laughs> the best part about it is he's just wearing a golf outfit. Like he's not wearing a police officer's uniform even remotely. It's like we want you to be on site to provide protection as a. I, we want you to put on like a, a golf shirt and some khakis and a white belt and carry your heater. I don't know. It was pretty amazing. The white belt was something else. <laughs> then he went with the golf belt to, to <laughs> his gun and his badge clipped onto it. Uh, you oh. know, I mean, I like said, like I said, if I have to be a police officer, make me the golf police officer. I'm happy to. I'm happy to do that. I'm sorry, but like, I don't feel safer. Like, if you're not in <laughs> uniform, you're just a guy with a gun. <laughs> you're just a. You're just a caddy with a gun. It's terrifying. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's no putting your racist family on blast by way of a primetime Oprah interview, but we've got yet another introspective show for you this week. In segment one, it's the era of the exclusive streetwear drop, and we're going to find out the limits of what we'll waste money on to adorn our bodies in branding. In segment two, we're going to share some of our best everyday power moves to make yourself more like our guy Mads Mikkelsen. And finally, in segment three, we're going to examine the phenomenon of voluntarily signing up to serve as an avatar for your most avid followers. Beyond the buzzer, it's back to the stupidest things ever said before we head to the OT to talk about what's commonly known as the wiener slot. Interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. But before we get to that, I have to ask you, Chris, have you ever just wanted to drop everything and disappear? (laughs) Almost every day. Well, I ask you that because... Uh, a week or so ago, there was those images floating around from the, I believe it's called the Heritage app. And uh, it takes a picture, like of a historical person, and it'll make it move around, right? It's pretty creepy, very mm-hmm. very yeah. uncanny valley feeling. Uh, but they're like marketing it as like, send us pictures of like your dead relatives and we'll we'll make the pictures move around for you. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we need, this is the, the, do we need this? Just because you can, should you? I, I, it'd be interesting, I think, to, you know, take younger pictures of, of some of my older relatives who I never knew as young people and kind of just have some, I mean, I, you know, I, like, I'm all for like the Harry, Harry like, Potter newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We're getting there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, terrible. I don't really think I need them to move around. I think I'm okay with just the picture, just the regular old pictures of people. You know, anytime one of these new things comes up, um, I was like, oh, do I, should I download it? Should I check it out? And, and I realized I have to sign up for it, right? You can't ever just try something. You've got to sign up no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to give them some level of information and access to your, you know, your, your data, your, your, your online presence. And it's interesting to me anyway, that I feel like the reason that I don't do that, I know you've said before, you're very comfortable with just whatever, bring me the targeted marketing and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, it's, it, it works, I think in my favor, but there's part of me that's like, what if I have to run away? <laughs> it's just one more thing that I have to try to erase. Right. I mean, if you really have to run away to that level, um, my sense is it doesn't matter how much your email address is out in the world. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you're not going to sign up with, you know, your first dot last at you know whatever <laughs> whatever right. service. I mean, you're if you're going to get a new identity. You're just gonna get a new identity anyway, and it's gonna you're gonna have to sign up for for Heritage app using your new using your new uh, your new email address. It's, I, I think it's I think I think making yourself disappear is mostly just about discipline. I don't think I don't think people in general have the discipline to disappear. because yeah. because it's too scary. Nobody nobody really wants to disappear, and this is why no one really does. I think if you were going to disappear, you have to come up with a new identity and then Im- immediately just establish it across all internet platforms. So like, I, I don't know. I'm not this person you think I am. I'm clearly this other person. Right. As you can see. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if I, I would have to, well, 
you know, you'd have to disappear to some place where you could blend in. So if you don't speak any, if you don't speak any other language, but English, like you're automatically, your, your choices get small. It's tough. <laughs> like it's hard to disappear to dis- these days. Yeah. Trying to disappear in America would be almost impossible. That's a bummer. <laughs> Not that I want to disappear. Just that's, <laughs> I, I find that to be a bummer. I think the world was a better place when you could just disappear. Well, you could just like you, you and you and red could go to Z Watanejo and just, yeah. it would, it was fine. And like yeah. happily ever after get my fishing boat going. um i i was going somewhere with this uh (laughs) i wanted i completely lost it so we'll just move on so with that let's just go to segment number one all right so in segment number one i stumbled across the meat sweats brought to you by arby's and exactly what it sounds like so obviously we're familiar with meat sweats and the the colloquialism that is meat sweats you eat a lot of meat you get sweaty sure your heart is working overtime. Try not to stop. <laughs> and so Arby says, you know, they have the meats. They've I've heard, pre- I've heard many other theories about the meat sweat. Okay. The, the other thing is like you eat so much meat that it insulates the inside of your body to where your body heat comes out like through your head. I think you're just, blood <laughs> pressure is going way up. <laughs> I like that. I always like that. I don't know if medicine, I don't know if medical science backs that one up, but I always like that. That, that, that one always made me laugh. I, uh, it just, I enjoy the pun, right? Of course, mm-hmm. Arby's released the meat sweats. And this is, this led me to, um, come across an article that talked a lot about how brands are doing this and people are embracing it. So I participate in sort of lightly in the limited online release of, of, of culture products in the fact that I, I enjoy sneakers and, and often, you know, don't get the sneakers that I want because they come out in more limited, more and more limited release every single time there's a new pair. Although sure. these days... The you're not yet eligible for the COVID vaccine. That's 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 every morning's L now. <laughs> Try to register. No, not you. I check all the boxes too. Now I have like encephalitis and like type two diabetes and obesity and COPD and smoking and I just I, they still can't get it. I still can't get it. Now there's too many people who live in this area. <laughs> we need to go somewhere else. Yeah. At any rate, um, this has become like its own, I wouldn't even call it a cottage industry. It's, it's a massive, like multi-million, if not billion dollar industry now to like these brands releasing like sort of custom streetwear drops and it's, it's working. It doesn't, it shouldn't work, but it's working. So the access, and it's primarily about limiting access, right? Like you promote it, you promote it, you promote it, and then you release your line and you make sure that it's going to, that you only make so many that it's going to sell out and the bigger your brand the more recognizable you are, the faster this stuff goes. Right. Um, and now they're doing the crazy collaboration thing. Like, obviously, we, we're familiar with the Travis Scott Nike, you know, the Jordans and the, with the reverse swoosh and all this. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's the Travis Scott M- McDonald's chicken nugget body pillow. Like, how is how is Travis Scott? So, what, did Travis Scott say, this is what I want you to make, and that makes it designed by Travis? Travis Scott had a huge thing. He, like, had a Fortnite thing yes and then he had the mcdonald's thing yes and and then yeah he's he's been he was like i guess it was probably closer to a year ago but he was he was the thing and i and i didn't know why i mean he's i guess he's entertaining i mean you know there are worse rappers yeah i mean he did a he did a uh what did he do he did a he did a big show with somebody like that was on national television Okay. He, you know, I don't know. I was. (laughs) I'm so disconnected from whatever is like popular music. But this is the way that this is the way that you have to. These are the things you have to embrace. I think to get into the zeitgeist now, you can't just be yourself. You have to be yourself, and then you have to get. You have to borrow the credibility of some other, of some other thing. Like, hey, I like, I like that thing. They're partnering with this guy, and so he must be you know, cool by proxy too. Right. Right. But would you pay $90 for a chicken nugget body pillow? No, absolutely not. But that's not do the, you know that if you want it right now, you're gonna have to pay at least 140 bucks for it. Well, this is, this is the power of this is, and this gets to the fact that these limited run things gain credibility in the secondary market. Right. Yes. Yes. So if you like, say you, you produce the Kentucky fried chicken, uh, Crocs, mm-hmm. they sell those. Those sell out instantly. They go up onto eBay, and if and if people are willing to pay five, ten x for those, 
I mean, that's a huge success. I mean, that, 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 and that, that's, that's the kind of buzz these brands want to create. Like people want to say, God, you know, oh, man, I want those Colonel Sanders Crocs <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to spend $850 for them. I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's a big feather in the cap of Kentucky Fried Chicken for sure. You know, I think that people are always looking for ways to sort of brand themselves and say, this is part of my personality, right? And I'm going to wear mm-hmm. this or wear that. You know, whatever you put on your body and wear out in public ultimately says something about what you're trying to, whether you think about it or not, other people are, are making conclusions about that. And so I do think it makes sense that if you're, you know, into a brand that you could see, it's not any different, right? What's there's, Is there a real difference between wearing a Supreme t-shirt or a super dry shirt and a McDonald's like limited run you know, parka or something. Yeah. And when I was a little kid, um, a much younger person, it was the hard rock cafe shirt. I was going to say the same thing. The hard rock cafe shirt was the absolute pinnacle of, especially growing up in a nowhere Midwestern town. Sure. Like if you could get somebody to get you a hard rock cafe, New York city t-shirt, you were living the life you had, you had, you had shit going on. You knew somebody that went to the Hard Rock Cafe in, in whatever right. town and it was. It may have even been me, right? I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Like, in the more you had, the better, the better, the cooler you were. And of course, the New York City one was always the the pinnacle of the of that of that of that uh, of that particular piece of merchandise. Well, it's it sort of harkens back to the limited release thing. Sort of harkens back to a time when things were regional, right? Like you couldn't get one of those Hawaii '88 shirts that looked like a football jersey unless mm-hmm. you like got it in Hawaii. Right. In 1988. Like, <laughs> that, that changed over time. Uh, but like things like TNC Surf Brand, right? Only available at the TNC Surf Shop in California mm-hmm. until they, you know, of course, become popular enough to get a distribution deal. And things don't work that way anymore. There's a lot more direct to consumer marketing. And that's why this works. But then it goes crazy where you have something like the Cash App. Like, who gives a shit about that? I'm not going to wear a Venmo shirt I don't, <laughs> unless I work there. Right. And even then, maybe not. But like this idea that Cash App is going to release this entire clothing line that includes a, a $200 raincoat, a $70 sweat dress. I mean, it's just got their logo on it and it says Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to wear that. $180 reversible bomber jacket. Okay. So, so, what, so in, real, in real world terms, what is the most you've ever done to get something f- relatively unique? I've... I have two stories to tell here. Go ahead. I, can, I don't my, have one off the top of my head. My first story is that back in the, um, back in the early nineties, um, Sammy Hagar had a line of clothes called red rocker clothes. Obviously okay. it was only available in one store in the, the Bay area. So I had gone out to the Bay area to go to the Metallica day on the green, uh, concert took a tr- like I, I on the I got there like on a Thursday on the Friday I took a train out to Ensenada I don't know where the it's not Ensenada but Sausalito okay it was in Sausalito okay I took I took a train forever out there went to this place bought two t-shirts just for that just just, cause just you to have t-shirt just to have a red rocker just to have I had two Sammy Hagar red rocker t-shirts only person in Missouri, I think, who had them. <laughs> and when I, I came back from there, I was in college, Red Rocker T-shirt. Where the hell did you get that? I got it in Sausalito, California. That was, that was, uh, I don't know. It was a, it was a long train ride too from downtown San Francisco. I mean, I went, I had to haul ass to get out there, like then walk a bunch and then go to this one shitty store to get. I this can't sh- think of t-shirt. a time that I've done anything like this. What's your yeah. other story? Well, my other, my other piece of sort of unique mostly unique pieces of clothing that I really, really like is are the, um, these, uh, my quote unquote Van Halen Nikes, mm-hmm. which were created. They were, you know, they're part of the uh, skateboard line. They had mm-hmm. the Eddie, they had the Eddie Van Halen lines on them and all this stuff. Eddie Van Halen, Ni- sues, Nike dunk SB. Yes. Eddie Van Halen sues Nike and they have to destroy the entire inventory after I bought my, <laughs> so I had, you know, you buy them. I, I, th- I said, Hey, these are really cool. I'll buy them. Yeah, so I paid like $85 for them. It's like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're on eBay 
regularly, like new in the box for like 850 bucks, 800, 900 bucks. Because they don't exist anymore. Because they don't exist anymore. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if if I wear them out, and I wear them all the time because, you know, I've already worn them. They're not worth anything really. But if you wear them into the, into the, into the, you know, the kicks place, right? The, Mm -hmm. The place where the people like are into shoes. They look at me and go, what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so it's like, but that's like my only like high street cred, like pair of pair of shoes. Yeah. The only thing I ever did anything that was close to that, I guess, is I used to spend, I mean, I feel like everybody did this, but maybe not. I, I, I kind of, when I got into something, I, I tend to be kind of a completionist. So like there are a couple of bands where I tried to, I want to have a copy of every US release of every record that they've ever put out. Mm-hmm. And then I started like getting into like, let me find the imports and the weird stuff. So I would go to all kinds of record stores around Seattle and just try to find copies of stuff that I knew that nobody else would have. Just leafing through it, right? Just leafing mm-hmm. through all the all the racks and just trying to find something something you don't have. Yeah. I mean, but that's the fun part of this. And again, I think I think for the most part this stuff is fleeting, right? You're gonna spend <laughs> I mean you're going to spend $250 on a Supreme t-shirt that, that you're going to be like wiping up cat piss with like a year and a half from now. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, it really is. It really is a money hole for the most part. I could see you buying a $30 McDonald's fleece blanket. Oh, no, well, no question about so it. I mean, fry, I don't fries think I would, Big Mac on it. I don't think I would buy it, but someone might give it to me. I could see somebody buying this Peloton tote also. So the, there's a Peloton, it's called the kitchen sink tote. And it's like this metallic, it looks like a, a large purse, not a, like a tote bag. Mm-hmm. And it's got the little Peloton logo on it. It's fairly stylish. So I could see somebody be like, I want you to know that I both own and r- maybe ride a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's a, like that's a, that's a, uh, it's, it's makes me laugh to think that people uh, would want to advertise that, but okay. The, um, is there anything is there anything that on your mind right now that you would want that was that was either really overpriced or maybe that's that's gettable but but overpriced or maybe protect or perhaps rare? Um, I don't know right now that's gettable that there's any. I guess I really want those those uh, Arnold Palmer tailor made balls, mm. the tailor made true uh, picks, whatever they're called. Yeah, true uh, picks the t- with yeah, the, the, the picks. Yeah, with the umbrella on them because mm. they never released them to the public. Yeah, so that's yeah. probably. Do you have to go to Bay Hill to buy them? Could you have to? Ricky Fowler played them last year, so uh-huh. I don't even know that they're available at all. Mm. I don't even know that anybody outside of TaylorMade players who played at the API in 2020, or maybe even 2019, um, were able to get them. Yeah, I'll tell you the the worst thing on this list as we as we get ready to move along though is these Slack branded Cole Haan Lunar Grand shoes. <laughs> Like the slack logo on them yeah who wants that i don't i don't even like i like unless the logo is cool i don't even want your brand house no. name no. On it. no like i'll take the fragment logo that's cool yeah. right the the bathing ape i'll take the bathing ape logo that's cool <laughs> you know, there's there's <laughs> options right but slack slack no I mean, really again I mean, no. even if i worked there i don't think i'd want to wear this <laughs> especially i mean you know if anybody gives you a free backpack with the branding on it, I guess I get that. Yes. Because you might have got that at a trade show. Right. <laughs> but, <you laughs> a know, backpack is a backpack. But would I, be, would I actually pay money? Right. I mean, would I actually spend, would I extend, like not just pay money for the, op, the, the whatever product is, and then additional money for the branded product that said Slack on it? Yeah, 0% chance. No, it's like our company has the company store where you can like, you know, well, it's, it's ostensibly for you to, to spend marketing dollars to give to your customers, but you could buy the stuff for yourself if you wanted it. Sure. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, you're, they have to... Listen, the company can feel free to give me, like, yeah. and which they have. They've given me a couple of like golf shirts and a, and like a, and like a track jacket that I, that I like. Sure. That, that I'll wear on Zoom meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, right? If you send me a hoodie or whatever, if, or if I get one at the office, then yeah. that's now the dress code. Sure. If I'm wearing the company logo, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't tell me to take it off or to change. It's like, shit, you gave it to me. It's got the logo on it. All right. Well, let's go to segment number two. All right. In segment two, I came across a tweet that uh, I, I retweeted from our podcast account. Um, I think we have, a, we have sort of a, a small stable of actors and actresses that we... Like we get behind you and I, we have shared um, aesthetics for folks' performances that we like and underappreciated. 
Sure. Uh, who's your guy that um, that's in the the Count of Monte Cristo? Uh, long face guy. You always talk about. I want this. I want him to be in everything. Michael. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Michael. Yes. Okay. What is you his name? Off guard. I know. What, Wincott. What's his name? Michael Thank Wincott. You. Michael Wincott. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Michael Wincott. Anyway, the bottom line is that Mads Mikkelsen, I think, falls into this for us. Yes. And especially when you start to learn about like the fact that he's like not online at all. Mm-hmm. And so this person just tweeted four different examples of it, it, they said he was winging it. Um, when I tweeted, I was like, he has no takes. And since it's so much the opposite of what we do here, uh, mm-hmm. I, I just found it you know, endearing. Uh, you know, Mad says that he didn't talk to Johnny Depp about playing Grindelwald in the the Fantastic Beast movie. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know. What what does he need to know anyway? Like, <laughs> it's true. It's a new take on this whole deal. It's like if if we're going from Johnny Depp to Mads, you know, it's just like whatever. Mads, just can you just save this for us? Like, can you just turn this whole franchise into the skid because it's just a turd anyway? All um, right. <laughs> It's not the. It hasn't worked out the best. No. Uh, I want to get through these two though. So he he's in an interview. He's the interviewer says you were in the music video for Rihanna's uh, song "Bitch Better Have My Money." What's your favorite Rihanna song? And his response is, "I wasn't really aware of who she was, so I had to double check with my kids, and they were screaming in my face. You fucking moron! Don't you know who she is? If you don't do this, I'll kill you." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think she varies a lot. She has a broad palette of different styles. And then he says, "But I have a soft spot for "Bitch Better Have My Money" because after all. I am the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says that he pretended to, to be a James Bond fan when he auditioned for Le Chiffre in Casino Royale. There's an even funnier, like, so there was a, I, I had tweeted a, um, a variety interview between uh, Daniel yeah. Craig and Mads Mikkelsen. And it was sort of, there's a funny story they tell in there where, where the director was just busy because it was, everything was just happening. Uh-huh. And so Mick, Mads Mikkelsen shows up and he just says, okay, just you've, you've got the job. Like you don't have to do anything else. <laughs> I like the way you look. <laughs> right. I, fine. We love you. you know, go ahead. You're, you're in. Yeah. And then, and of course, and of course, like uh, Daniel Craig says, who did you fuck? I had to like, I had to like six, I had to do like six readings for this whole thing. Like I've been <laughs> busting my ass to try to be James Bond. And like you walk in here first day, like, and they're just like, oh yeah, you're hired. I mean, but you can understand that Mads might not know Johnny Depp enough to call him about a, a role. He might not know Rihanna's music. That's as an old man, that's a reasonable thing to th- expect. Sure. I've never seen a Bond movie because <laughs> he said he'd never seen a, a 007 movie. You know, he's from a different country. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. And then he he uh, he was also asked that he became you know he, he went viral for opening that bottle of vodka in the middle of a, uh, an interview at a press junket. And is is he aware that he became popular for that? And his response was, I'm simply not online. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, so that ties into my original thought about being able to disappear because this idea that like you could just not be online is such a foreign concept to me at this point. Yeah. Could you like fully walk away from it? No. I mean, how would you, I, I wouldn't know anything about what's happening. Like, that sounds great. But, but, but would also it terrible. Ma- yeah. But would it matter? This is the, I think this is the, this is the mystery of the whole thing. It's like, I, you know, I've grown up in the pop culture zeitgeist. I mean, I've just, it's my, it's, it's something I've always enjoyed. Right. And, and to just sort of walk away from it would be weird. But if you're just, I don't know, artists are kind of like true artists are, yeah. are, are different beasts entirely. So it, it's nice to know that he's just sort of like detached from the whole thing. It makes me like him a lot more. All right. Well, inspired by Mads, I wanted to go through some power moves that have been posted online where people have, have done some interesting things to sort of take control of a situation. The first one I have for you is somebody reaching out saying, is this Dan with the aluminum LS1 on Craigslist? Yes, it is. Would you take $200 cash for it today? $250, it's yours. $225. $230 in a 10-piece McNugget. <laughs> That's the best counteroffer I've ever heard. What kind of sauce do you want? <laughs> so you, he got halfway home and got a nugget at, McNugget out of it. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's solid. That's solid negotiating. Stop. And it's, yeah, you're, you're going to come get this. Why don't you bring me some food? Right. It's a, it's a good move. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it's terrific. I might have to use that next time I have to negotiate for something. There you go. Um, all right. So the next is I've been, this is somebody tweeted this at the beginning of the pandemic. I've been waiting for the perfect time to change my Netflix password. So my ex can't use it anymore. And it doesn't really get much better than a national lockdown. <laughs> I think that's just mean, but Hey, you know what? You should lock your ex out of your Netflix account. Unless they pulled the move where they put ad user. Unless oh, they yes, did for settings. 
This is a this is quite a uh, this is quite a, a battle of wits here. I I want you to you know I don't want you, you know, using my using my Netflix anymore. That reminds me, if you want to get out of a, an online call, a Zoom call, you can uh, just change your profile name to reconnecting and stay off camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a sweet move, actually. Never turn your camera on and reconnecting with three dots, so it looks like it's loading forever. That's uh, something I see online a lot when I play games. Is people like the, their name will be like loading and then a percentage. <laughs> that's a common thing. That's great. All right, so I've never heard this before. I can't believe it. Uh, at, a, at a school talent show, the, the, we'll call him a roadie for the sake of argument here, the setup guy, the mic setup guy, gets on stage and says, before I begin, I want to make sure this mic is working. If your name is Michael, please stand up. A couple of people in the audience stand up. And the guy says, that concludes the mic check. Dad jokes. Hashtag right. dad joke. Have you ever heard of somebody getting up and doing a mic check? Deep booing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I know why. All right, next we've got a parent who has come up with a great way to uh, get his keep his kids busy. Uh, you're gonna do an art project. Draw a portrait of me taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> when my daughter was like really young, like maybe like a year and a half, just you know two, maybe I would go play with her in her room, but we'd be lying on the floor and. Eventually, I would fall asleep on the floor <laughs> playing with her. Like, we, you know, whatever. Responsible. Responsible. I would wake up and she would have put a blanket on me. Nice. Yeah. I always thought that was sweet. She knows. She knows. She knows that dad needs a nap. <laughs> My daughter is like harassing me if I fall asleep on the couch. Oh, really? Like slapping your face and stuff? Oh, it's not like, quite that aggressive. Like, like they're tapping you, though. Like, like a little tapping you. Like, hello, why yeah. are you sleeping? Yeah, you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> All right. Next, we have a text from. I'm going to assume it's. Uh, it could be a friend, a girlfriend, whatever. Why aren't you answering? Sorry, I dropped my phone and I can't find it. I'll text you when I find it. Okay. Did you find it yet? No. <laughs> okay. Let me know when you do. <laughs> That's a good, I think, um, breakup test. Yeah, if you fall yeah. for this, we can't go out anymore. <laughs> Yes, exactly. If you're not here, if you couldn't make it to class today, please raise your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, this next person has texted their mother that says, going to get a tattoo today. What should I get? Mom says, if you don't have a need for one, don't get it. Tattoos are for something important. And so he got tattooed on his body. If you don't have a need for one, don't get it. Tattoos are for something important. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the text. Yes, attributed to mom yes. as well. Yeah, well, that's nice. Well, I mean, at least you'll always remember your mom for something, right? That's right. You have mom. It's a nice mom tattoo. Here's here's. <laughs> that's nice. I would. I'm still not getting a tattoo, but you know. Are you scared? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I just don't want one. I'm not cool enough to have that too. No. No. I'm not even close. You don't have to be cool. Much, Lots of uncool it, people have tattoos. It helps to be cool. <laughs> Let's be clear. I was, was it count? Like, I was cool when I got my tattoo. Uh, yeah. I'm yes, not cool exactly. anymore. <laughs> right. But you were, but you at once get one point qualified for like tattoo cool. At least then, I uh, told myself that. That's all. That's what it counts. That's all that matters anyway. All right. This next person posts on the internet. I was, I'm trying to fuck a girl that works at a bakery. So I told her I liked baking and tried to make my own sourdough. And now I have a new hobby and don't really feel like seeing her later today. (laughs) I love the idea of this where, um, you want to impress someone so much that you take up this thing that you think might impress her and you like it so much that you're no longer interested in her. Like there's a movie here somewhere, right? Where somebody basically like I climb this mountain and I realize this is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for that. This is. I found my true calling, and it it's, wasn't this dumb girl. It was, it was baking bread all along. It's like the opposite of my wife's relationship with my golf habit, <laughs> <laughs> where it was like I didn't realize this was going to be forever. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trick you. Well, I mean, or see, you need to do what I did because I just got my wife essentially hooked on golf. Yeah. So now she's the one who's always bugging me. It's like, are we going to the driving range? You, you bet we are. 
we gonna play nine holes of golf this afternoon yes we are i'm trying man i'm trying it's not it's not it's not taking <laughs> it's, it's 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 still a little early yeah you, know, you still got the little kids and whatnot but now like you know yeah the key was to get everybody to play golf except for her and then she was like what am i doing and yeah and she had to jump into it well i feel like if i could just get one of the kids fully hooked yes. then it's it's really a lot easier then you're off and running yeah for sure it's quality gotta, time what do you want me to do yeah i'm spending time with her it helps her it doesn't help me so much <laughs> it helps no, her right exactly it's like i take her to go practice and i'm like i gotta go hit another bucket of balls the next day because i didn't get actually get to practice <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly uh, the next one is legendary. So this is uh, Peking Duck, the band, uh, post on Facebook. Last night, someone had edited our Wikipedia page to say he was our family, showed security at our show, got into the green room, and had a beer with the boys. And it says, Spargo, you legend. And then uh, the actual gentleman says, thanks for the evening, lads. So this guy, <laughs> enterprising early internet con man, got himself backstage by, by saying he was with the band and then showing security that, see, the internet says I'm with the band. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is quite uh, that is quite ingenious. You couldn't do that today. No. I don't think it would fly. Uh, no, no, no chance. But in two thousand eight, I think you're getting away with it. Uh, so a, a drunk gentleman ordered an Uber for a baby goldfish, goldfinch rather, that he found struggling on the ground. The baby bird was the sole passenger on the wide the ride to a wildlife rehab. Not so much a power move as just a, it's nice to see some good in the world. Like the Uber driver, the Uber driver is probably more the hero here for doing he it. To, I guess he wants to get paid. He has to take the ride. Yeah. Cause you have to go to the destination. Yeah. But you don't have to take the ride. I mean, if the person's not coming along, I guess you could decline it. But, you could but say, what's the, what, it's not going to hurt what? you. Yeah. That's good. Okay. The bird's not going anywhere. That's true. But it's, just, it hope. is kind of weird. I, I remember I had to have a, like a back a minor back procedure, basically mm. just, you know, like general anesthesia, but then they gave me some cortisone shots in my back and whatnot. And so when they tell you, um, you have to have someone take you home. Right. And it can't be an Uber. Like you oh. can't call it Uber because someone has to actually be responsible for you. Okay. Like they don't want just an Uber driver, like driving you like wherever, then like kicking you out on the street. Right. Or just like, sure. They want to make sure you have somebody who will take you all the way to the safety of your home. There's a liability aspect. Yeah, there's a liability aspect to it, which I think comes down. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I was the Uber driver, I guess I would do it, but. I, how many Uber drivers would just like drive there and like pitch the like just pitch the bird out on the street and just take off? Just like this is stupid. I well, see a couple of people coming together to do something good in the world. Yeah, it um, can good, happen. Good for both of them. All right, this last one. Um, I'm going to finish this because it goes back to your what would you what have you gone through to get some limited edition <laughs> merchandise? Merch. Okay. My ex randomly hit me up telling me she was feeling lonely and wanted some company. No lie, I kind of missed her too, so I told her to come through. We hang for a bit, then she went to the bathroom to freshen up. Next thing I know, this bitch gone and I have no toilet paper. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this seems like a lot to do for toilet paper. Yes, it does. But, okay. I mean, I don't need, know. Need we a stimulus a check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is Maybe it was at the crush of the toilet paper crush where like nobody for the, like, you know, remember there's that like three week period yeah. or month, was it about a month where it was, everyone was having trouble getting toilet paper. So I guess I can see where, where she might scam for some. I mean, that's, it's easy pickings, right? Yeah. Let me come over. We'll hang out for a little bit and yeah. I'll just take off. We'll just get your toilet paper. <laughs> With your toilet paper. I feel so cheap. Why don't you just call me and just say, Hey. Uh, can I get a six pack of toilet paper from you? Do you have any? I'm like, sure. It's, it's embarrassing. Like, it more embarrassing than tricking me into like some Netflix and chill and then stealing my toilet paper and leaving. I mean, this reminds me of something I've been thinking about for a while. Do you think it's easier for teens to have sex? Cause you can now order condoms on the internet. No, no, no. I, I think in fact, statistically teens are having much, much less sex these days. Got it. I mean, well, not new, even pre-pandemic, but okay. uh, you know, buying condoms was like, you know, the, that's the power move. I, it took me far too long to realize that, though. It wasn't <laughs> until I was in my early twenties that, like, I'd stride into the Safeway like at one thirty a.m. <laughs> half on, 
half in the bag. Yeah, guess what I'm going to go do. Yeah. Yeah, And exactly. the guys are like looking at you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember I used to steal them because I didn't want to have to. Um, I was embarrassed. Oh. I, yeah, imagine being so stupid that you're embarrassed that you're. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yes. It's that's that. That's you have to buy pure, some other things. That's that puritanical weird guilt that we all, as Americans, we we all get. They just they just give it to you in some weird way. I think you're afraid, right? You're like, the guy's gonna get on the the, the microphone. Can I get a price check for condoms, please? <laughs> this kid's having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, late night convenience store guy, that I'm having sex and perhaps you're not, but whatever. I mean, I could see myself putting the kid on blast if I was bored working the <laughs> register. <laughs> Can I get a price check for Trojans, please? Trojans? Extra small. <laughs> snug. <Yeah>. Snug. <laughs> snug fit. There are some... Man, the sizing's all over the place on these things. <laughs> it's been a while, but I had some bad experiences. <laughs> Shit, this thing is tiny. Standard. I say standard. Standard's fine. All right. I don't need any, I don't need any of your other kinds. <laughs> Let's go to segment three. All right. In segment three, I happened across an article um, by uh, right wing punching bag Taylor Lorenz. And that doesn't mean to say <laughs> that she is in the right. She, she is. She is the. Under assault. Yes. She's currently taking quite quite a few uh, shots from the from the right. But By the way, whatever. for complaining about online bullying. That's how it started. She posted this sort of long thread about no one should have to live through this. These are, these are all the ways that my life has been like materially impacted by people and their mob mentality on the internet and all the terrible things they do and say. Listen, the internet is shitty. It's like it's the worst place ever created by mankind in terms of its treatment of each other. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sorry that I'm sorry that she's, you know, and when you, and when you make yourself a target, everyone comes regardless of who you are. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a horrible place. The internet is a horrible place. It's not a place to show weakness. No, it's an amazing tool and it's an awful place. Yeah. 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 So she posted an article uh, today, in fact, that talks about the creator economy is the fastest growing type of small business. And you know, I was playing golf with a buddy of mine and he was talking about how his like teen son wants to be a YouTuber. That's like his career aspiration. And I'm just, okay. I'm not looking forward to, I mean, my daughters are obsessed with it to some extent. They watch quite a few things. I, I, you know, keep tabs on it, but they have a few folks that they like to follow. And, and I know that that's a thing, right? Like you, you have these people now on the internet who are kind of your, um, your sitcom stars or your, your teen heartthrobs, right? The, this is the, the, the version of Tiger Beat that we now sure. have is these YouTubers and the, the way they market themselves. Um, and, you know, they're always like, why can't I post things on the internet? I'm like, because you're not old enough. It's that simple. They're like, yeah, but this, this, these kids. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, their parents make other choices, choices that I, I'm not going to make. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but so there is a new app called Nunu, which allows you to post a poll any kind of poll really asking your followers to make choices for you about your life, whether it's what to wear, what you're going to do that day, what you're going to eat. Um, and this is, you know, terrifying <laughs> that you're signing up basically to go be an avatar for these people that, you know, watch you live on the internet. Right. So, so internet influencer is like one of the top things that young people say they want to be when they grow up at this point. Which is absolutely a sign of the apocalypse, right? There's just there's no two ways about it. But um, but this is absolutely the next step to monetizing, right? Because right. so <clears throat> the most people people who have the most the most successful Twitch folks mm-hmm. or OnlyFans folks like are making unbelievable amounts of money obviously right. one for playing games the other one for taking your clothes off or whatever you're doing on OnlyFans. OnlyFans is getting aced out by the banks by the way <laughs> they're doing the whole like yeah you, they, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're take not, your money because we're, we're gonna call that illegal activity basically i don't i mean but some of the numbers are absolutely astounding the mm-hmm. in terms of the money that people on on those services are making for sure. Like the, t- the top 10% of, of earners on both of those platforms, it's out of control. It's amazing. 
And good for them. I mean, they found a market for whatever they do, their talent. Now, if you have no talent and you're just trying to draw eyeballs and monetize or whatever, I mean, this seems like the next step. Like, I'll, you know, it's basically like a truth or dare kind of thing. I mean, we all kind of do it in a limited way on Twitter, right? We have some people who we know who are going to respond to our polls or, or you know, who will, who will, you know, reply to things that we, that, you know, throw likes or whatever. So this is just, that's just, I mean, obviously that's small potatoes, the smallest of small potatoes. But if your goal in life is to be an internet influencer, mm-hmm. what better way to do that to grab eyeballs than to give people control of your life? Well, the creator says, though, that she wants to, like, expand it to include everyone. That, like, <laughs> all the way from, so, so this is the quote. Sure, it's fun to control a famous influencer or celebrity, but it's honestly just as entertaining to control someone you go to school with or your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend or an author planning their next sci-fi novel or a beauty founder creating their next makeup palette, she said. It doesn't matter how boring you think you are. There's someone out there who would find your life interesting to the point that they're willing to pay. I think it's very interesting that the first two options that she mentions are revenge fantasies, more or less. Yeah, like I'm going to sign up for this and then a bunch of people who hate me are going to like pay to like make me eat poop. I don't know, whatever I'm doing, whatever is going on. I guess you're in control of the poll, so you don't have to put eat poop up as one of the options. (laughs) But what if I did? I don't know. It's just stupid. It's just, and again, I say this now and in three years, this will be like. The, the the standard of mm-hmm. of people's behavior like should i study tonight or should i go drink beer it's like i didn't need, when i was 20 years old i didn't need a poll for that for that <laughs> <laughs> i didn't need people to decide that for me i could decide for myself this is this is frightening and awful and i think people who end up playing this game are only bound to get hurt in more ways than one in terms of their lives like, I don't know. I mean, to turn your life over to, like, voting. And we, we see how voting works <laughs> in this country. It's not great. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, people are bored. It's weird. The internet makes things weird. Yeah. And the more bored you are, the weirder you'll, you'll, the weirder shit you'll do. And this is just, this is, this is a, this is a downward spiral. No question. Well, it reminds me of when um, I think it was in the United Kingdom where they like were like naming a ship, and the ship, the one that won was Bodie McBoatface, <laughs> right? Right, because they opened it up for suggestions, and then the suggestions right. were voted on without what any was, sort of edit, editorial control. What was the there was a school name one too, which was hilarious. Again, I don't have that schoolie. It was like something like Schoolie McSchoolface or something <laughs> like that as well. It was, um, but it's it's just. Um, it's just terrible. I don't know. It's it's very it's a very bad thing. Oh, here it is. Hang on a second. Here, here's the school name. There was a school name change um, for Robert Lee Elementary because oh, they didn't oh, want it yeah. to be Robert E. Lee Elementary. So people are like Drew Brees Elementary, okay, Bruce Lee Elementary, <laughs> John Cena Elementary School, <laughs> the Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Tolerance, <laughs> and Schoolie McSchoolface. <laughs> Those were the. That's what the internet gave them. I mean, Fantastic. Like, when you open it up to the internet, this is the shit you get. I wish there there should be a Bruce Lee Elementary in Seattle. Yes, like, yeah, for sure there should be. Why not name schools after the greatest artists? Why always politicians? Yeah, that was the that was the funny thing. So, I know that they named in Tacoma, they named, they're renaming one of those schools. Um, but they're just using the same name, but they're just attributing it to a different person. Oh, like it's a, it's this, it's Woodrow Wilson. It's Wilson high school, but instead of it, but it doesn't say Woodrow Wilson high school on it. It just says Wilson high school. And instead of Woodrow Wilson, they're attributing it to a local woman who, uh, fought for racial equality. And now it's, um, you know, her name, Wilson. I thought you were going to say it was me, Russell Wilson. (laughs) It should be. Oh. No. So it's anyway. So, but with Lee, with like, if you're, it's Lee Elementary School, you should totally, like, it would easily be like, instead of Robert E. Lee, Bruce Lee. Yeah. You have the dragons. You have an automatic, yeah. you have an yeah. automatic mascot. It would so, be David Lee Roth Elementary School. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, good, a good choice. A Tommy diamond. Lee Jones. Oh. 
Tommy I Lee. I th- yeah, Tommy Lee <laughs> Elementary School. <laughs> the White Snakes. <laughs> the Motley Cruz. The uh, yes. no, I know it's not. Oh, yes. He's not in White Snake. Yeah, it would be the. Yes, it's a penis joke, Chris. Uh, oh yeah, he's Tommy Lee has a large penis. Correct. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got it. I listened to a rap song the other day by a white rapper, and he said that White Snake was on the menu, so that was top of mind for me. <laughs> Uh, so it works in reverse too. There's also an app called PearPop that allows you to pay influencers to interact with your social media. Oh God. I mean, okay. It's like That's... if you were a roadie in the eighties and you had to give the band a hundred dollars to give the guy a BJ. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tom, I want to come backstage, but Oh, well you gotta give me a hundred dollars. You want to come back? Here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're just. You, I want a piece of your street cred, so will you interact with I me? Said so roadie, I said roadie, I meant groupie, just to groupie. be clear. Yes. I, yeah. But that's it's true. It's this whole... Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's too much influence, like weird influence peddling. It's like, well, I know we're insignificant on social media, and that's totally fine. And we have our... Again, we all have our small groups. And every now and again, you'll interact with somebody who's famous, and they'll either throw a like or retweet you or reply to you. And that's always kind of a nice thing, but why, why would I kick somebody money to, to like, to interact with me? It's just, it feels, it's just gross. Like, it's, I don't know. It's not for me personally, but I guess if you're pathetic and need that to happen for yourself, okay. But why don't you just get a cameo and just have a, then you'll at least have a personalized message. What makes me super uncomfortable about the whole dynamic is how many of these people are underage. Like, there's the, the guy they quote in the article here is a 15-year-old TikToker with 3 million followers. And he's talking about how he, like, does the voting thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's, that sounds illegal. It, it seems weird. It seems like the strangers controlling the, the actual actions of a, of a minor child is TikTok. not the kind of thing that should be allowed. TikTok is the biggest clearinghouse for pedos in the whole entire, like that's ever been made in the entire universe. I mean, there's, there's no question about it. It's like here are a bunch of young teen girls dancing yeah. Yeah. on, on doing dances on TikTok, and they're dra- they're dragging millions of followers. I mean, it, you don't have to be a genius to figure out what's going on over there. Right. It's, what, what percentage it's, un- it's unsavory at yeah. best. I do think there is something to be said for if you are following a an underage person, you have to put your real identity on it. Yeah, which is not ha- which is no 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 no. That's why the internet's not for children. <laughs> but and yet and yet here it is. I know because because kids are the ones who have time to do all this stuff for sure and interact with it and and it's creepos who have. The ability to pay for it and like it to to actually throw money at it and and peddle influence and do all kinds of weird shit. So it's just yeah. Lou Pearlman. Just we're just a wash in Lou Pearlmanism. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's awful. There, I mean. If you're a, a young teenage kid with millions of followers, it's there's something just disgusting. There's something disgusting going on, and it's not it's it's not great. And it makes me uncomfortable to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So we're headed down a dark road as usual. Oh, well, for, for sure with, with regard to those kinds of things. All right. Well, with that, who's ready for some dumb shit? Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. It's the stupidest things ever said. Durr. All right. Uh, this is a subtitle for um, Lord of the Rings. And it is, can you not see that your uncle is varied by your mall content? <laughs> and this is where um, Wormtongue is speaking to Eomer. The actual quote is, can you not see your uncle is wearied by your malcontent? So you're, you're varied by mall content. <laughs> I... I feel bad for the English as a second language people who take jobs who doing these, uh, you know, doing these subtitled work. It seems tough. Seems seems rough. All right. Next, we have sports anchor Sam Alley. So we always have we always have the goods of the sports announcers on here um, reporting about a soccer game that ended in a tie score. Quote. So hopefully they don't tie again because no one likes ties. I mean, 
I like bow ties. And then back in the studio, news anchor Dan Hanger. Looks like you got a new one. You look like a birthday present and all that. Thank you. So you want to open me? Find out what's in. It's cold, and I don't know. I guess no comment. (laughs) So this is in Duluth, Michigan. Find me on TikTok later. I guess. Interesting exchange. I feel like we learned something about those two men. (laughs) Well, you know, one's a fancy bow tie wearer, and the other guy wants to see him naked. So it would seem. Uh, a caller, so this is from a police blotter report. A caller said pranksters filled up his bathtub to where it was overflowing after he stepped outside his apartment on Southeast I Street and had a shot of alcohol and smoked a bowl of marijuana, it was reported Sunday. He also said he time-traveled and thought a ghost or a thirsty mouse was responsible. <laughs> so this man left his water running and overflowed his own bathtub and then called the cops about it because he was high. That sounds about right. <laughs> I, uh, the wet bandits got him. There you go. They robbed him while he was outside smoking his bowl <laughs> and having his shot, his shot of alcohol. <laughs> okay, he took a. I don't know. That really conjures up like you carried out a tiny shot glass with you to smoke right. your bowl. This whole like drawing a bath thing always like puzzles me. I'm not a bath taker, so no. when people it's like it's too much time, I was drawing a bath. I'm like, really? Oh, okay, whatever. What color did you color it? <laughs> Here's a headline from the Oxford Mail in the UK. Bus doors fail to shut. It's a newsworthy event, I suppose. It only happens, what, once every 10 minutes? I don't know. All right, so this is from a book about Frankenstein criticism. (laughs) (laughs) The lure of imaginary totality is momentarily frozen before the dialectic of desire hastens on within symbolic chains. What? Exactly. You're just being mean to your readers at that point. I mean, I mean, did was Mary Shelley really? <laughs> was she? Are we really going to deep dive this? I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on in Frankenstein, right? Yeah, it's I, none I just of that. Described it to you, <laughs> and it's none of that. Uh, lawyer, are you married or unmarried? Witness, unmarried, four times. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one, actually. And finally, we have... uh, This is from a secondary school history essay in Inverness, Scotland. The Second World War started after the Grand Duck Ferdinand was shot in the blankers. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna get an F, son. (laughs) Well, no, I mean... The Grand Duck... Close enough. I mean, there's partial credit there. That's World War One, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) Archduke Franz Ferdinand. I think I failed. That was me failing. You did. Oh, sorry. Where did he get shot? Uh, in the blankers. I tried to find out what that meant. I did not. I was not able to figure out what that in even means. In the mean. blankers. <laughs> so I didn't know if he, like, it was a stand-in for, you know, like, a swear word. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he wasn't, he was shot in a car multiple times. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I spent more time trying to figure out what blankers was than I could admit. <laughs> I spent 45 minutes trying to figure out where the hell the blankers was. All right, let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right, before we get to our main overtime uh, topic, I wanted to round back on the thing that I couldn't remember as we were trying to make our transition out of the introduction, which was that I never got the expose that I wanted post-pandemic, and I guess we're not really out of it yet, but about like those dual, the secret family people. Like what happened to all the secret family guys? You know, like you always hear the story right, every couple of years right, about some yeah, guy yeah. that was like keeping a family yeah. in like Texas. Right, 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 and, right, right. Some truck driver has yeah. like a family of like a wife and three kids in in another state and then like another state yeah. and they just sort of drive back and forth between the two. Perhaps. I guess if I you're a truck driver, you're probably still working. So you may, maybe you were able to maintain your secret family. Yes. I, Jesus. I mean, I, I may have said this before, but secret family just seems like. I can't even handle the family I have. No. Like, can you imagine having a secret family? No. Like that you're trying to keep separate? That you're trying to live this double life? I can't I, even fathom the idea of like an extramarital affair, how much work that would be to like maintain. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Ever. I'm, no. It's impossible. No. No. There's, that's never happening for me because I couldn't, I couldn't possibly devote the energy. I don't care how hot you are. 
I mean, really, I'd be like, you know what? You're wildly attractive, and I'm, I'm flattered that you want to have an affair with me. But no. I tell <laughs> my wife things that she doesn't even want to know simply because I don't want to have to feel like I'm keeping a secret. <laughs> She's like, why are you telling me that? <laughs> yeah. She's kind of care. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I'm putting up a facade. Secret family secret family person is is an amazing thing. Now, I, I just watched Up in the Air mm. recently, and, you know... Spoiler alert, you know, she has a secret, she has a family, but she's convinced George Clooney that, that, uh, that she's available. Right. So he discovers she has a family. That, now, see, I might understand that. Like you're on the road a lot. You're, you're like a sales executive or you whatever. You keep running into the same person. Keep running the same yeah. person here and there. Like I, that, that seems doable. Cause it's like in, in, in the motion of your life. But sure. like to actually like actively try to figure out like I got to get out I got to take this person on a date I'm gonna spend the night I, I have like a secret second phone that I have to keep checking yeah no no None of nope. that. no <laughs> sorry all right let's get to the wiener slot so Haynes apparently discovered just today that people don't use what what uh, you know the slot the pocket the, the the available. Uh, what, the slit in the front of the underwear, right? <laughs> right. The briefs. I'm not a briefs person. I, I generally wear boxer briefs. They also generally, I prefer the kind with the, the access portal. Okay. Because I often have my shirt tucked in and it's easier to just unzip and, and use the access portal. Okay. And so Haynes, I'm just going to read the thread because it's just insane that this verified brand account would post these tweets. <laughs> All right. Here's what Haynes has to say about it. Okay, we're just now getting some truly baffling intel. Don't want to speak too soon, but if this is true, wow. Okay, yep. So apparently, people there, people out there, aren't using the front flap of their briefs to warm their hands, and are instead sticking their penises through it. <laughs> just trying to comprehend this. Why the fuck are you guys putting dicks through there? Apologize for being so blunt on your feed, but sorry, our heads are spinning. Since 1901, Haynes has included a small pocket in the groin of boxer's briefs to tuck your hands in during cold winter months. The groin is scientifically the warmest part of the body. Everybody knows this. The hole is the exact size of one hand. If you're cold at a bonfire or on a walk or if it's cold while you're watching TV, etc., that's when you put your hand fingers in. We didn't have to include this feature. We just thought it'd be nice to help you utilize the natural heat of the crotch without making you have to actually touch your genitals for once. So not only is it warm, it's sanitary. With this great innovation, you could warm hands on testes and not wash them after. <laughs> Just keep on eating your dinner, snacks, or popcorn, etc. Who wouldn't want that? Washing your hands a lot can make them so dry. But instead, you're all mushing your dongs through the hole <laughs> like goddamn barbarians. How could you misconstrue the situation so badly? You think a massive clothes corporation like us sits around like... We need to design a hole where penises go? Of course not. Grow up. Also, it could not be more obvious that the slit is not for penises. The hole is sideways. Are you guys, like, having your dicks having, hang a left turn out the hole? And two, it literally looks like every regular pocket in the world, visually speaking, so it is clearly a pocket. Do you stick your dicks in other pockets, too? Seriously, help us out here. We truly cannot fathom this behavior. Pervert shit. We patented that flap. Patents cost us money. Like WTF? Why are we paying for that then? The extra fabric for the flap is expensive too. We eat that cost on every GD pair of underwear we make. But apparently, this generosity has gone unnoticed. This go. I'm almost done. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. We're just trying to imagine this scene IRL. And the more you think about it, the more straight up insane it is. So some of you guys are putting your dicks through when you piss, right? So your nads and your dick are like far away from each other when you piss. Like you're grabbing your soft dick by the tip. And pulling it through the fabric hole like a little rope. And the testes remain within. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so weird. Who would even think to do that? It's so much easier, more comfortable, more intuitive to just flop everything over the waistband at once. Any other route is batshit. Seems like something a little kid would do before the brain is fully developed. Like, look, mommy, I put my winky through the hole. <laughs> and you spank the child to correct this troubling behavior. Okay, we, well, we might just have to nix the flap entirely if you guys can't handle it. Guess we thought too highly of our customers by assuming they knew where dicks should, shouldn't go. Unreal. <laughs> Obviously, this is fictional. It has to be, right? It is. It's, there's no question it's fictional. If I go to the hates Twitter feed, it does not have any trace of this particular, this particular 
unless they unless they unless it went and they I think unless someone it, got a hold of the account. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they've purged it. But this is hilarious. <laughs> the the fact that now I'm not I'm not a user I'm not a portal user. <laughs> I tend to work around the portal. Mm-hmm. It's I don't I don't like it. I don't like it's like it's you know, even if my shirt's tucked in, I just I work around the portal. I don't I don't I can't do it. Anyway. But this is the fact that, that they're like this is where you warm your hand is <laughs> is a riot. Really because funny. because the first thing you think of is oh yeah you could just jam your hand kind of in the front of your of your brief briefs there in that in that and and but and only one like, hand because it's, it's <laughs> sure it only and accommodates only, and only maybe your right hand right that's what I mean because like, I, I don't mean like tipped. one hand at a time I mean like it would only accommodate an entry from that side <laughs> that, this is this is so funny it cracks me up that's why I wanted to just read the whole thing it was too funny not to read it the um. So, so underwear ads team tend to be like the thing these days because again, maybe maybe it's just because I watch a lot of golf, and the golf channel has a lot of underwear ads for dudes. Uh-huh. So it's like this war between the Mac Weldon people and the Tommy John people. The Don't Tommy sleep on John. the Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> <laughs> the Duluth Trading Company, okay, but but the but like Tommy John has the the banana hammock thing yes, going on. Yes. And then the Mac Weldon, I don't know. That's just stretchy, whatever. But my wife, like, has, like, she's always like, oh, the underwear commercial will come on. She'll look up. She'll oh, it's Mac Weldon. Because the Tommy John m- models are much handsomer. I see. Than the Mac Weldon. So she's always like, it's like, I wouldn't buy that Mac Weldon underwear. <laughs> it's like, why? Because they're not. Just... I'm much more inclined to buy underwear from, like, non-model guys. <laughs> Because then I will know it has a chance to fit. But I'm always like, this guy's like making breakfast in his underwear with no shirt on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Nobody, nobody does this. What is it? The guy did like 200 sit-ups and like 100 push-ups before he made his breakfast in his underwear. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Nobody needs this. And now I know how women feel. Like you, get, <laughs> you see these like models, like like Victoria's Secret angels, like lying around like their the living room and they're in their underwear and they're like women don't want it. now now i'm now it's me i'm like we walks around their underwear like that's stupid i don't I, so even when i was like super fit i had some of these like fashion underwear right did i actually wear those day to day no i only wore them when i thought someone else might see them because they're just annoying <laughs> they're like, extra like they're unnecessarily small and they're and, and most of them don't have a portal right <laughs> Look, I don't see like you're like when I go to the bar, I don't want to have to like undo my whole belt and all the business no. and like everything else and like pull everything you, out. You don't have to. I mean, it's just I, don't I mean, it's just the last it's just the last layer that needs no, to No, see, I always felt like there was the, there was always that risk too of like you lose cuz then I've got to hold on to something like I'm doing two things at once. <laughs> With the portal, I can focus on just getting all of my uh, expectoration out of my body <laughs> and into the, into, into the receptacle. Here's and the thing. Yeah. As a, I don't want to have to hold the elastic band because I have had it more than once, not more than once, at least one bad experience where I lost control of the elastic band and then it was just... Oh, yeah. An, like, no, I, I hear you. I hear, it's not without like a risk. kink in a garden hose. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not without some risk. But for the most part, over the past, you know, 50 years of peeing, <laughs> I've, I've, I've figured it out. But, I, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm a little uncomfortable with the, the dudes who are, go, who walk up to the urinal and have to unbuckle the whole thing. Like the belt is off, the butt, top button of their pants is off, the whole thing is off. I'm like, well, can we not just pull the zipper down and then make this happen? Do you have to like, so you're get zippering your and out? waistband inside? Yeah. Why? Because it's fast. I can't it, do that. It's fast and it's convenient. I can I'm, never get the underwear in the right spot. I can never know. I'm, I'm, I'm in and out of there in no problem. Like, no, but, see, for me, it's zipper and portal or it's the whole thing. I got to undo it. I can't I can't do a combo move like you're describing. But you're like belt and b- top button and zipper down and like the whole thing. If I don't have that portal, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't. I'm going to reach in the fly and then pull my underwear down inside my pants. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. That's insane. 
That's not that you're asking to spray urine everywhere. No, it's fine. You've got you've got a hand on it. You can control my jeans what's must not have a long enough fly. My hands are too big. I don't know. I that's there's too much going maybe, on there. It's like maybe like short waisted pants or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Well, Next like, time we go to the bar, we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. <laughs> see, I need it on the golf course too. Like, right, hey, there's well, a bush. I gotta be. Able, I can't. I'm gonna untuck like, my shirt. If I have to hear, oh god, if I have to hear the belt coming off and shit, I'm like, what <laughs> is going on over there? That's why I use the fly in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if these Haynes tweets don't exist anymore, that was enjoyable, for sure. But that's our show, and our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three podcast, where we look, I guess, outward to help you get. We look inward to help you get outward this week. (laughs) Subscribe to and review the show if you haven't already. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace. Peace.